previously on Live at 605. No, it wasn't. You're just blocking out the weird stuff. If, if, no, if this Jenny was a friend of mine, I get special treats. Everybody buy you Oreos. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. from yet again a chilly downtown toronto snowy snowy this is the season finale (laughs) a season 15 of live at 605 damn (laughs) sorry i am your podcaster val it's your boy uh john i was trying to think of a i just remembered something i wanted to do what Keep going, keep going, keep going. I'll see if I can do it after. No, I was just going to say, it's like we've done 12 episodes. This is our 12th. And I oh, will that's say, what 12 episodes is. Uh, <laughs> right? You sound like a fuckboy over there. Well, Anyways, okay. I was just going to say, though, that this season, um, much like some seasons in the past, has gone by really quickly. And yeah. I will say, like, we've done a lot. Um, obviously, this was a huge chapter for us. Definitely did the engagement. We talked about, like, how the proposal went. Um, we've done parties, some trips, yeah, uh, lost got, rings, etc. I was going to say um, it went quick, but we started in October. It's now mid-January. like mm-hmm. So it goes quick, but it also feels like we've been podcasting October, November, December, January. It's yeah. almost like four months. Absolutely. I think it's like one of those things where... Um, I'm sad to see the season go because I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, of um, course. But I'm really excited to start season 16. How are we going to top season 15? Like, what are we, like, <laughs> do I have to propose again? Uh, no, you'll announce that you're pregnant. <laughs> you have not heard that here first. Ooh. That will not be happening. Um, but no, I, yeah, I wanted to recap too. Like, look at the things we did in season 15. Are you just going to say the same things I just said? Well, did you mention that you lost your ring in an Ottawa Senators game? Yeah, I said I lost my ring, and then you cut me off. Okay. <laughs> so. That's because I was looking something up. Exactly, where you're not listening. No, what I wanted to do, and just I just need about 40 seconds of the listener's time. 40 oh, seconds, and that's go. it. I almost you put forgot. the Jeopardy music here? No, because I, I realized I hadn't done a freestyle in a while. No, just 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 hear oh, me out. Oh my god! Oh. There was a track I wanted, an instrumental. I couldn't find it. So what I was thinking, if you just give me forty seconds of your time, I feel like I've been practicing. I think I give you an hour of my time every week. <laughs> well, we're gonna take a bit of a break. So <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking it'd be really cool, and I have been practicing. I haven't told you about this. I've been practicing on my own time when you haven't been here. <laughs> not been here when you're here i had a beat but i can't find it so i'm gonna try and rock an acapella freestyle but i thought it'd be cool if i just Mm -hmm. gave myself a topic why not breakups is this because i had the deanie baby's dream and you left me as spoiled goods yesterday so why don't we just see if i can do a quick freestyle about breakups let's see okay i don't need a beat i'm just gonna freestyle off the top of my head well, clearly not off the top of your head if you've been practicing this. No, well, no I, <laughs> practicing freestyles in the form of like me in the shower freestyling about soap and dandruff and I doubt that I have that at obviously. <laughs> so, okay, let me just see if I can do this. Okay. Pick up the phone, girl. I know that you're home. Please don't leave me all alone just the sound of this phone. Come on, pick up, pick up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I know I don't deserve it because of how I messed up, but I cool sit and listen. Missing your kiss and now a teardrop glisten. Had a bit to drink. Kind of threw me. Didn't something happen. Didn't mean nothing to me. What was that? You know me, baby. I'm still the same man that asked for your hand and still the same plan. 
Another brother falls by the wayside. Is this, <laughs> this is somebody else's song, clearly. Right? It's a Will Smith song. Obviously. I thought it'd be funny if I could find the instrumental and be like, oh, I'm just going to freestyle about a breakup. <laughs> is this because I told you I had the nightmare where you broke up with me? No, I've been And wa- then you didn't tell me that you had another girlfriend for like a year. And then as huh? soon as it got legit, you dumped my ass. And then I tried to date Deanie Babies from The Bachelorette. He didn't want your ass? And he didn't want my ass because I was stalking him. I was a, what is it? A stage five clinger. Exactly. <laughs> No, I just wanted to freestyle a Will Smith song. You literally, uh, never mind. Did you see how much you were laughing? Pull that, Michael. You see how much you were laughing, though? It was (laughs) definitely worth it. No. So why don't you give out all the contact info? So I was going to say, if you guys want to check out some of the cool shit we've been up to over the past week, definitely check out my Instagram. It's valgomez23. Yeah, and then you can follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'm at Malencamp. And Mm. big Twitter news. Go. I had a celebrity follow me on Twitter. Who? Wait, what type of celebrity? A musician. Whoa. A musician who, who this is how impressive she is, her song... So you're saying it's a she. <laughs> her song was the theme song to The Hills. I didn't watch The Hills. Do you know someone named Natasha Bedingfield? She had that shampoo commercial song. She has, the rest will be unwritten. Yeah, that's the only yeah. song she had. Yeah, she followed well, me on Twitter. That doesn't say much, John. <laughs> She's got like two songs. She has two. I'm pretty sure she has one. I don't know how she found me. Maybe she's a shout out to Natasha Bedingfield if she's yeah. listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to play you um, a couple songs. Not a couple songs, but Natasha Bedingfield. So far, this podcast seems all about you. Perfect. Well, <laughs> so she, we, oh, she, we and it has no segues. You're literally making. I thought it was the biggest segue ever. You're, you're like, making your own headlines to tell your own stories. Yeah. Why am I here? Literally, me being like, oh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. That's the best uh, time to talk about. She also has a song, Pocket Full of Sunshine. Yeah, I got a, I got a. Po- <laughs> that only makes me think of. And PDA. that's how you. Yeah, that's a good movie. And that's how we lose our uh, celebrity endorsements for the podcast. I guess we're back to being an independent podcast. Bitch. But I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. I've had some musicians follow me over my years. I got your boy Chris Calico of uh, Tech Nine fame follows me on Twitter. Messages. You're going off the rails. That's because Monday I never eat much food, so I'm just a little crazy today. Yeah. <laughs> but what about on iTunes? What do Drop do? us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. And if you go on Facebook.com slash Live at 605, you will see a video later on of something that made me laugh the hardest I've ever laughed in my <laughs> life. So do you want to get into this podcast? Yeah, I actually was going to say it's like I feel like the last few podcasts we've gotten a lot of like uh, listener feedback and mm. just like commentary, which makes me feel really good because the one thing I will always say, it's never our closest friends who listen to the oh, podcast. fuck those people. Right? It's always like third tier periphery friends but this time around we actually had some close friends um listen to the podcast so this is your super fans plural of the week well 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 looks like we got ourselves a live at 605 super fan so one of my favorite things to do um or one of john's favorite things to do is post insta stories on my instagram Well, let me just put it. <laughs> my last time I posted an Instagram <laughs> yeah. post was, um, I think it was September. Or, mm-hmm. It was October. Yeah. But let's see. I posted something on Insta Story. Mm-hmm. I posted it um, five hours ago. I got yeah. 18 views. Yeah, so 18. you're almost there. I said you were only going to get 35. But <laughs> so what you, got, what you listeners need to understand is that 
it, it really does warm my heart when people like comment on the podcast or like tell us like when we went to a wedding and somebody you'd never met from my high school was like John you like the Ottawa Senators and like I was like who is you who is you right and so one of the funky things um from the past two weeks actually I would say is our dear friend of the podcast Dan actually messaged me based on our best of 2017 because you actually liked uh two chains rap shit check (laughs) photo shit check Cashier so, shears, check. What is it called? Trap girls do it better? Pretty, <laughs> <laughs> Closer to pretty, trap house. Pretty like, girls like trap music. Oh, okay, so there's nothing to do with the house. No, so he trap, messaged me and house. he's like, oh, for John. He's like, oh, John should check out this video. Um, that is basically like this feel-good marketing ploy video about uh, 2 chains. Like what manager was, and who was, lost like a ton of weight, and I was, was like, "Is this real?" <laughs> some two change trivia. What was two change's original name? Bad and bougie. Now it's uh, it's a female body part. Booby. Close. What's another word for booby? It's tata. Titty boy. <laughs> yeah. Titty boy. So then that was pretty funny. So it made me feel good because he was obviously listening and or reading your WordPress. But then followed up, Dan's lovely husband, Carson. What's that Actually, Dan's lovely, because I know I flubbed You flubbed Dan's lovely husband, Carson. Say that six times fast. Dan's lovely husband, Carson. Dan's... What's she going to call it? So he actually messaged me because he was listening to last week's podcast. And he actually commented on how you think conductors in a symphony are useless and he wrote don't Uh, make me school your fiance and i'm like dude i'm fucking with you like i think this is bullshit too well obviously it's just comic relief i know that a conductor needs to be there to tell you when to start and stop but all the stuff in the middle keep you going through them don't be a dick and so that was funny but then on the clip you posted on instagram on my insta story to garner more likes was a clip from uh the new fox series called 911 we'll get to what happens later later. but um carson literally messaged me being like what the fuck is this yeah but then he's like is this show worth watching and i thought that was awesome so we will actually go into a debrief about the show 911 um later in this episode but that is your super fans of the week. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a Live at 605 super fan. That's it, Uncle. Yeah, but here's a question for you because mm. I'm like, how, here's a little something. I'm a little disappointed. So on the Facebook page I posted, if this post gets 10 likes, that Va- Val will watch season one of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I got five likes. <laughs> Two of them were me. Yeah. Uh, but we did get a comment from our friend Marta who told you to fucking watch it. She yeah, didn't swear. But all these but people are clearly cooler than me, John. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying, I guarantee you, if mm-hmm. Carson came up to you and was like, oh, you should watch Atlanta, <laughs> you'd watch it in a second. So hopefully Maybe. he watches it and he can recommend <laughs> yeah. it to you. Even if Dan did, he'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, I've been sitting here for the last 18 months yeah, trying to watch Atlanta. Yeah, but you know Dan would probably watch it because he, he listens to Tidal. So. <laughs> and he has a cool rock chain. That's true. <laughs> But uh, I'm hoping season 16 you will watch at least one more episode. Maybe. Because it comes back March 1st. Okay. Just saying. Just saying. And their promos are awesome. So we have an action-packed podcast, I guess, in a week that we haven't recorded. Mm. Um, We left off last Saturday. So do you want to do this week chronologically or do you want to just do it by moments? How do you want to do it? I had a sponsorship I wanted to throw out there real quick. Whoa. This is my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. I almost had a rage 
blackout this morning. Like, what happened? I, wanted to, I left with you. So. Oh, I was, I was so uh, enraged, so in, so anger, so angry. I can't even talk right now. No. I felt so much rage through my body this morning. Why? Going from the front door of my apartment to the <gasps> front door of my work. What? Was there hobos in our stairwell? No, but I want to say fuck the hobos in this place because I don't even take the stairs anymore. Nope. Because of uh, the hobos hanging out in the um, stairwell. stairwell, the homeless people. But I had the worst TTC experience. What happened? The actual TTC getting me from point A to B was fine. It was just the losers on it that mm-hmm. pissed me off so much. Okay. Uh, so there was this loser fuckboy while I got on the street subway to go into work. I go, I go in at rush hour, so it's super busy. And there's like this surfer dude with like a big fucking Pharrell hat with <laughs> curly bleach blonde hair down yeah. his shoulders. And he was standing right. So wait, what made him surfer? It's Esk- curly um, <laughs> long. I'm thinking of a skateboarder from the show um, King of the Road, which you wouldn't get no. the reference. So I'm no. not going to tell you. Okay. Cam would get it, though. He watches <laughs> King of the Road. Yeah. Um, but this fuckboy, and I'm going to have to say fuckboy at least four or five times in the next five minutes, so you just got to let me have it. Can we have dings every time you say it? No. Oh. You can do your own ding if you want. Okay, ready? Yeah. Fuckboy. Ding. Thank you. Uh, so this guy. Oh, my phone. I can't even use my phone. Why? Because I was going to just get a ding and be like, ding. Nah, it's fine. So this guy, long story short for this guy was he was standing at the very front of the subway door, and when people get off, he wouldn't move. And then in between subways, he was just, like, dancing. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm going to push you through this door real quick. Did you really? I didn't, but I wanted to because yeah. he was a loser. <laughs> Secondly, there was this chick who had a big, puffy winter jacket on. One of those ones that has a hood that has, like, fur, fur. on yeah, it. Yeah, it's like Canada Goose or something. Uh, and there was a lady standing behind her. And this woman with the big, um, puffy jacket wasn't aware of her surroundings, so she just took a few steps back and, like, smashed the girl in the face. Oh, no. Did you say anything? No. Aw, the But the chick who did the hitting didn't even know she did because she's so not aware of her surroundings. Did the girl who got hit say anything? No, but she, like, almost had her knock... She almost had her glasses knocked off. Oh, my God. So So that... Wait, those two people plus the surfer hat guy was in front of you? No, this is... These are just people on the subway I, I noticed. Okay. Um, so that was all happening. Mm-hmm. And then while I was waiting for the streetcar to go to work, mm-hmm. I was telling you, this pisses me off. There's an entrance and an exit to get on the streetcar. Yeah. And because it's so busy in the morning, because I'm a good employee and I go in during rush hour to mm-hmm. be there on time, I always stand in the lineup for the entrance. Mm-hmm. But there's these a multitude of fuck boys and yeah. fuck Ding. girls. Ding. Who go through the exit yeah. and they bypass the giant line and yeah. they just hang out through the exit. And I just stare them all down now and I want to be like, oh, catch me on the wrong day, man. Catch me on the wrong You're day. You're not going to do shit. Well, no, because I'm not having the wrong day. Yeah. Because I got a sweet life. <laughs> but you just said this was your rage day. Yeah, because I was so angry from this weekend for some reason. Why? I don't, I don't remember what happened. But I was very <laughs> Too angry. Too much. So mm-hmm. that enraged me because all these people were just walking through the exit. I'm like, you're lucky testing my skills lord yeah <laughs> but then i get on the streetcar and this yeah. is the one that pissed me off the most but i also laughed because this guy was like the ultimate fuck boy Ding. so i never sit at all on a subway or streetcar because i know in case there's older people mm-hmm. pregnant people you and i took the subway home on friday and this uh young 
larger man. larger man was sitting down and a pregnant woman was like oh can i sit and he kind of like no you're telling the story wrong okay a larger man literally took an accessibility seat on the subway and he was talking to his friend who was standing then a friend of a pregnant girl came and tapped him and was like hey do you mind giving my friend the seat who's pregnant Mm -hmm. and then he's like well i have some stuff down here too i'm holding and i'm like like, fuck you right like i honestly wanted to like yell at him yes so I'm on this, anyways, that's why I don't sit at all. Yeah. Unless it's super empty and it's not during rush hour. But especially during rush hour, I stand because it's whatever. Yeah. So I'm standing in between some seats and there's mm-hmm. this one guy sitting down and then this, I'm just going to call him a hipster doofus. He had mm-hmm. like a weird bachelor hairdo. He had a big beard. Mm-hmm. Just a total, like totally oblivious to everyone around him. Mm-hmm. So he sits down next to this guy. Mm-hmm. But then he leaves his briefcase on the seat, gets up, kind of walks around like. Oh, on the streetcar? Yeah. What? Okay. So he does all this. Where's he walking to? Like he's looking at walking to go tap, but he's just like, oh, what do I tap? It's like, come on, dude. Yeah. Tap, sits down. Mm-hmm. The next guy gets up, and because this hipster doofus has his legs stretched out, the yeah. guy trips over his legs. No. And the guy gives him like a half-ass sorry. Yeah. Guy leaves. Hipster doofus is sitting there by himself. How he's, old is he? Uh, mid to late 20s. Oh. He has a big coffee cup or a, a coffee mug, mm-hmm. puts it down in the empty seat next to him, and it dr- falls Obviously. and spills everywhere. And he's just like, whoa. Oh, God. He's like, I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry, everyone. But there's no one really there except for me. <laughs> and I just gave him the stink guy. Did guy. it spill on you at all? Like, did it spill over nah, to you? Nah, nah. It didn't hit me. So. What a dumbass. He was just one, he's just more dumb than a fuckboy. I was about to say, ding. But it was just all these things that just made me so angry. Yeah. I think it was just the TTC experience. That's why I was so angry, because I had such a bad experience yeah. last week of them being late. Yeah. Now it's just like their clientele are such fuckboys. So, ding. I would say, ding, I would say that for you, you should try and leave earlier and walk, walk to the Mars building. Yeah, but I'm also, I sweat when I walk. Oh, you said the Mars building. Yeah, I didn't say walk to work. How fucking much do you sweat? <laughs> Gonna make you sweat. <laughs> so, anyway, yes. That's it. Push that a little bit closer. That's your sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. Lead off with last Saturday or Sunday or whatever. Sunday. Sunday fun day. So I think where we left off, we teased it last week. Um, Sunday actually marked the triple birthday for us. Hang and the build up to it um, should be known. It was my brother Brandon's birthday, mm-hmm. my sister-in-law Kim's birthday, mm-hmm. and our mutual dear friend Ferris's 30th birthday. Yeah. And so the lead up to this was me, Maddie, and Christina, and Becca, and Cam behind the scenes, were all trying to figure out like what to do for Ferris's birthday, because we wanted it to be a surprise. Ferris is like, for those of you guys, if we haven't spoken about her, she's been featured on the podcast she's on a, a Super Bowl episode a few um, years ago. Absolutely. And she's, like, one of our dearest friends. She's super sweet and just, like, really giving and everything. Um, And so we wanted to make this special. She's also been somebody who's, like, kind of scared to be turning 30 or whatever, right? Which I'm, like, you know, it's a really great chapter. So then we were kind of, like, coming together, me, Maddie, and Christina, to figure out, like, what should we do? But the problem being is that, you know, there's obviously probably, like, 20 to 30 people we had to invite. Mm-hmm. We didn't want to do it in her condo room because we did that last year. Then we were also like, where can we go that we can book a space but not have to pay an exorbitant fee? Because when we went, excuse me, last year or like a couple years ago to this restaurant in the distillery, mm-hmm. even though everybody came for like a sit down dinner, when the bills came, they weren't like, 
properly split. Yeah. And we ended up having to pay a lot of extra money for some other people who kind of like just pieced out. Right. Just never here nor there. So this time around, I was calling different restaurants and we were looking for a place we could do brunch because she basically wanted $5 mimosas. Yeah. And so we settled on this place called um, Insomnia. Bamboo seats. <laughs> yeah. No. no. Insomnia. And so I emailed the owner and he was like really, really nice. We asked him like all of our questions and it was super chill. So then we were like, okay, we got to figure out like decorations. We got to figure out cakes and themes and stuff like that because I will always say is that Ferris and I are like party planning committee. Like I feel like we're really good with like themes and executing on those themes. So Christina and Becca were charged with decorations. Maddie was kind of doing more like logistics of putting like the invites and things together and corralling everyone. Um, and then I was doing more of like the high level logistics and dessert. Yeah. Um, so I would say what's kind of cool is that in less than a week, we managed to get almost every single person to say yes to come to this brunch in the morning mm -hmm. at about 10 a.m., which is like, I'm sorry, unheard of yeah. for like a group this large and like a for group sure. of friends who were like, I'm just being quite frank, we do not get up and get our shit together to go out at 10 a.m. unless it's like some something. Some do, some don't. Some, sometimes, right? Like. I think it's very few and far between. When, I'll be uh, out of pajamas just, at 10 a.m. Oh, yeah. And it's the bigger the group, the harder it is for everyone to coordinate. Totally. So you and I get there for like 9.30. We meet Christina. There's not a lot of decorating to do because we ended up getting like it's still over the Christmas holiday, right? So they had a lot of Christmas decorations <laughs> up. Maddie comes, Becca and Mike come. And then like literally our plan worked literally at 10 o'clock everyone with the exception of like two friends yeah. one being dahlia yeah right showed Her up ass was super late super late um but i thought she was surprised the one funny thing was was that when ferris came i think she was like scared overwhelmed um when she showed up because well, it was like what the fuck is some, happening someone who's had a surprise party mm -hmm. yourself how did you feel when 30 of your closest friends surprised the shit out of you? Oh, I was terrified. Like, it was scary. But I actually, like, unlike Ferris's experience, Ferris actually wanted to plan separate outings with, like, every group of friends. So we were actually supposed to just have brunch as a smaller group of girls, hmm. right? The weird thing was, with my surprise party, all of my friends basically said they were ditching me. Right? So I was yeah. like really upset, but then there was like 35 of our closest friends. And I learned that I will never ever give you a surprise party nope. again. Too sad. You yeah. broke my heart. Twice. Yeah, I only to rebuild. It's just, you've had two surprise parties one while we were dating, one while we weren't dating. Yeah. And I, to this day, you still hold something <laughs> against me. Absolutely. So before we were dating, uh, some of our friends threw a surprise party for you. I had nothing to do with it. I just showed up. Yeah. And the night of the party, you ended up calling me because, well, Obviously. you wanted to beat the boy over here. <laughs> And you're just saying, hey, what are you up to? You're like, my plans fell through. Do you want to hang out? And at the time, you were out, but I was at your house waiting for you. Yeah. And I was like, no, I can't hang out. I'm, I'm at a strip club right now. Yeah. Which I clearly I was wasn't. Still I was angry. Like, still angry. <laughs> Hold it against me. I should be getting special treats. You always get treats. Yeah, Don't you just buy a pack of Oreos? <laughs> yeah, I want more Oreos. <laughs> so, um, what you going to call it? So, it was really exciting. So, I think... The one thing was was that the setup was great, the food was great. It was nice to hang out with like a bunch of our friends in the morning, like after like a really awesome week with everybody. Ferris was genuinely surprised and just really um, excited to ring in her thirties, right? Yeah, and so for sure, so that was a lot of fun. We 
caught up with some friends. We officially asked one of our friends to be the DJ. Yeah, so we cool. asked our friend for the wedding for the uh, Noel, and so Dahlia, it was so DJ sh- Dahlia's friend. So the show and our friend, but I think it's like one thing was so shitty. I think we've literally memorized the idea of Noel being our DJ at the wedding yeah. in our head so hard, but never had asked him. So then when I sat down and asked him, it was like without a beat. I'm like, hey, Noel, so. Excuse me, we officially want to ask you to be our DJ at the wedding. He's like, uh, I don't, don't really DJ weddings. Yeah. And then it was like, what? And but, like, but my heart say, stopped. I know, but he, he definitely ended up agreeing. And Dahlia talked to him earlier about it too. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, all, the, all these people you know are going to be there. But I was going to say, which is cool, mm-hmm. is he's not a wedding DJ. No. Nothing against wedding DJs, but he's like no. a really big Toronto DJ. Yeah. Like, which is pretty cool that he would DJ our wedding. Yeah, totally. And I also think it's just like... You know, we made it a point to tell him at the end. Like, he was totally on board within, like, 30 seconds. But it was just, like, we don't want any, like, themed music, like, themed wedding music. Like, I don't want a line dancing at my wedding. You don't want Michael Jackson. I don't want Michael Jackson. I'm like, just play me some Migos, some Two Chains. I don't want slow songs. Like, we want, like, yeah. Yeah. Although, you know what song I do want them to play? Which one? Easy Lover by Phil Collins. No, you're... I hate this song. Why does it sound like man-eater when you sing? <laughs> She's a man-eater. She's an easy lover. <laughs> do, do, sound like something, no, I don't like something. Phil Collins. I love Phil Collins. I hate Phil Collins. I hate 80s music, but I love some Phil oh Collins. Oh, my God. Let's say I just claim it. In season 15, you love 80s music. Fuck 80s music. Anyways. So from there, we had to go to your brother's birthday. But what did you do special for yeah, that birthday? So I think one of the things um, we always try and do is I like baking for like birthday parties in my family and friends. So Ferris typically does cupcakes for us. So I do cupcakes for her. Um, But then on the flip side for my family, my nephew Benjamin has a peanut allergy, which makes it really hard to buy like store-bought cakes and stuff just because you never know if there's an issue with that. So I typically like make different cakes. And I also use it as a time to like test run certain cakes. So this time around, my brother Brandon put in an order for a mint chocolate chip grasshopper-esque cake. Yeah. Ice cream cake. With fudgy sauce. With fudgy sauce. And so I'm like, okay, no problem. So I'm like trying to figure out recipes for this. I've never actually made an ice cream cake. I don't even know how to do like the molding of it or anything. So on Saturday, which basically represented... Um, yet again, going to a post office. Obviously, Ugh. we spoke about that. Yeah. But then um, coming home, baking Ferris's cupcakes, then starting the ice cream cake. And when I went to Loblaws to do the purchasing of like all the ingredients, I actually couldn't find any mint chocolate chip ice cream by Chapman's, mm. which is peanut free assured. Yeah. So then I'm like, fuck, right? And then I couldn't find like any other brand that claimed to be peanut free, nonetheless, mint chocolate chip ice cream. I called like three metros in the city, called two Loblaws. If Metro don't trust you, he gon' shoot ya. What? If young Metro don't trust you, he gon' shoot ya. Huh? That's Metro booming sting when he does a rap song. Oh. So anyway, so then <laughs> what you would call it? We ended up better reaction than I thought I would get from that. <laughs> right. I ended up um what you would call it, finishing at Loblaws and as I was leaving there I'm like, wait a second, I can make mint chocolate chip ice cream from scratch, essentially. And so I went back, got Chapman's vanilla ice cream, Mm -hmm. right? Then got peppermint extract, chocolate chips, 
All this stuff to make, like, the bottom cookie crumble with the Oreos. Yeah, and then he bought Oreos, and I was like, oh, shit, so, I love Oreos. So I basically re-whipped the Remix. vanilla ice cream to make it a sorbet, put in the peppermint extract, put in the green food coloring. Well, first of all, we put in the ice cream in our new uh, Ninja <laughs> blender, and it blew two fuses on ice cream mode. So now we just, if we ever blend, we just leave it on smoothie mode. I know, I don't trust so that intense. Thing. Like, whoever, okay, so first, first things first, finally figured out that the Vitamix is as loud as a ninja chef i thought that the reason why the vitamix's price point is so yep. high is because it's quieter oh. but it's not no it's loud as shit it's so loud so ninja chef equally loud so we're starting to make this ice cream cake i'm really nervous we start making it it looks pretty good tastes good um and then we freeze it for like three and a half hours then i have to do the fudgy sauce fudgy sauce goes on made like a ganache like cornstarch yeah it looked glossy. looked delicious looked, looked delicious. like a real baskin robbins cake absolutely and so then we finally i'm like oh my god we got to take it out of this fucking tin mm. and so sunday morning we end up taking john takes it out because i was so panicked that yeah. it's gonna like fall apart and it didn't which was so good but then we had to uber to my family's house we Uber there, and the whole thing is fucking, like, melting in the box, but it still worked well because all the fudge sauce dripped over the sides. Yeah. And then this is the best compliment, and this is how my brother Brandon teed it off. The best compliment I can give you, Val, is that I request this cake for the rest of my life. Yeah, which right? is huge. Which is a huge compliment. So yeah. I was, like, so excited, and it was honestly, like, the first cake I've ever made where it was, like, almost all done. Yeah. Right? In one awesome. sitting with our whole family. Like, to be fair, it's, like, ten people in my house. But, but still, it was real. It's just, like, you're a lot of times there's lots of desserts there. Mm -hmm. Like This time, nobody else yeah, made dessert. Yeah, because they knew that you were making a delicious ice cream. I cake. know, but I was so nervous. But I was, like, really happy. And now at least I know how to make it. The little guys could eat it. Yeah. Which was really good. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> and we can add something else besides, like, cupcakes. Exactly. So... So but then the shitty thing is, I said to you, I'm like, oh, I can make you an ice cream cake. And your comment was? I said, if you want to make an ice cream cake because it's Saturday, because it's, you know, August, sure. But I'll be honest. Because of all the months of August. <laughs> but I was like, I love your ice cream cake. But for my birthday, I'll just I'll just get one of them Baskin-Robbins cakes. Not, not a knock against you. It's just I love Baskin-Robbins ice cream oh, cake so okay. much. I get it like three times a year. So. <laughs> This is the first time. So John got me ice cream cake for my birthday this yeah. year. But the difference is, is like that cake, I will probably eat like maybe over the span of a week, what could be considered less than a quarter of it, and John will eat the rest. Yeah, when I went to go buy it, the guy's like, okay, so how many is it serving? I'm like, oh, I don't know, just like two. He's like, oh, no, if you look at the size, you, is it serving three, five, ten? I was like, oh, give me the one that serves 12. <laughs> I'll take that one, please. <laughs> So, um, needless to say, we had definitely had success with our ice cream cake triple birthday. Mm. That day was fucking long, though. That was long as shit. because so we went to the surprise party in the morning. Subway our ass home. Ubered down to your parents' house. Yeah. Did laundry. Did all this stuff. Yeah. I think we stayed there till like eight. Yeah. Then we came home, watched like the end of the Golden Globe, and then stupid PBR didn't. I know. And again, it didn't PBR half the Golden Globes, and then it also didn't record. I had it set up to record every week yeah. SNL didn't record oh yeah we missed SNL from yeah. this past week it was Sam Rockwell apparently he said fuck yeah I read it on BuzzFeed yeah, okay <laughs> so, so I just wanted he to said fuck and then the guy who looks like Dan on Which Weekend Dan? Update the oh. guy that guy Dan I was like Craig? Colin Mockery. What, what's his it's name the guy from Whose Lines Anyway Colin no, Jost yeah that guy he yeah. said something crazy too really yeah 
Well, before we go any further, I thought it'd be funny if I did. I thought it'd be cool if I did something kind of funny. Okay. I've teased it before. I wanted. Yes, I wa- it is cool when you do stuff that's funny. <laughs> so I was toying around with doing a whole episode called like the Live at Six Hundred Five Awards. Like the Dundies. Exactly, mm-hmm. and if you can think of a cool name for it, the like awards. The I just have them at Six Hundred Five Awards, but I had mm-hmm. like. Just like four categories, or nothing big, and I just want to give you like the categories. And I was gonna let you decide the awards here. Ooh. So I'm gonna. It's gonna almost be like the Oscars, where I'll start with the shitty categories first. Is it only applicable away. to season fifteen? No, it's this past year. It's a lot of it is season fifteen, but some of it isn't. Okay, go. It's the Live at Six O Five Award Show. Who are you wearing? Versace, 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 Versace. The first category is. Most annoying thing John does to Val. And the nominees are... <laughs> tries to get her to watch Atlanta. Okay. Trying to get Huncho Jack, Jack Huncho as Band of the Week. <laughs> Saying filthy shit on the podcast. Like vagina <laughs> or whatever. Something filthy. And then the last one is waiting eight years to propose. <laughs> so those are nominees. And the award for most annoying thing that John does to Val is... Do you say it? Oh. Just say what it when is. When John says dirty shit on the podcast. That's really? Yeah. Well, would you like to give a speech? No. Okay, that's the most annoying thing. Really, it wasn't me trying to get you to watch Atlanta. That means you want to watch Atlanta. No, it doesn't. It just means in ranking order of those things. That's the most annoying. That's the most annoying. That's the right answer. And I threw yeah. in the proposal one as a joke because yeah. I knew you wouldn't say that. Totally. we don't give a shit. We saw it. some guy on the subway reading like a sex comic. Yeah. And it was like, whoa. Sex Non-flashbacks. Comic. I know. <laughs> That's all you can say. Though. All right. Next category. It is. What is. Why is this like Jeopardy? Because I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. <laughs> and then that's okay. The nominees, and the nominees for Live at 605 episode of the year are mm-hmm. Give Me the Likes, <laughs> which it, which includes the Lost Ring story. Yes. Um, the Blue Mountain Chronicles, which half of, it, half of it was done on a boat. Ooh, that one was fun. The Proposal Podcast, where we tell our story about getting engaged. Mm-hmm. And finally, Me and Paranormal You, which is my solo podcast <laughs> about scary shit. That would, that's when it's like, why didn't you put girl talk in there with Miranda? Well, no, uh, this, this is more this year. So hold on. We're going to do the drum yeah. roll and the award for, fuck, I lost it. The award for best podcast of the year goes to. Give me the likes. Really? Yeah. Over the, over the proposal. Podcast. Yeah, because Give Me the Likes touches on the proposal, but it's the result of it. And I'm all about comedy, so exactly. you know it. Okay, so we only have two more nominees left. Like mm-hmm. I said, we're going to lead up to the biggest one. Mm-hmm. So the nominees for Moment of the Year are The Proposal. <laughs> Boston Pizza, finally on Uber Eats. I think that's your winner. I think when I made this list, it was more for me than you. <laughs> yeah. Finding the story l- of your life, John. Finding the lost engagement ring, mm-hmm. and the final category for moment of the year, mm-hmm. Val's ice cream cake. Ooh, that one was good. So <laughs> the award for moment of the year goes to. Oh, 
obviously the proposal. Well, I don't know. Lost Ring, Boston Pizza. I don't know. Had it out. waited eight years for this moment. No, Honestly, I thought your ice cream cake had an outside chance of being like. <laughs> the fudgy sauce did throw it over the top. Like, easily, the proposal could be La La Land and this ice cream cake could be Moonlight. Like, I could be like, no, it's a recount. You guys, ice cream cake actually won. It could be like the. Uh, what you gonna call it? The race in Florida to for Bush or um, Al Gore. Al Gore. <laughs> I was kind of like Al Gore. Yeah. You know who I liked a lot was Ross Perot. What the fuck? <laughs> you know what Ross Perot is? <laughs> an old like. man. Ah, you're so clever. Okay, this one. This is the big movie of the year. Okay, so Can't the go. final award goes to Fuckboy of the Year. <laughs> now I know I'm just bringing these on you now, so go against what your initial thought is and think about it. Okay. Think, think long and hard, because I'm gonna just g- give you some time. Yeah. This is the big. This is the fuckboy of the year award. Kay. This is like the Oscars and Grammys all rolled into one. Yeah. So the nominees are for fuckboy of the year. Mm. President Donald Trump. Ooh. Your Ottawa oh. senators. Online shopping slash mail pickup. Ugh. And the final is Ari from The Bachelor. Ugh. Those are all good ones. Okay, so I have to think through my thought process. Okay, so how, boy of the year. Okay, wait. So I'm gonna think about it think, from the th- category. Yeah, and don't. And then I want you to say your answer, yeah. and then you can get the reason why. I was just gonna say okay. the category is not is, is if it's worldly. Yeah, that would influence my answer. But if it's personal to me, oh, it's personal to you. you okay, you exactly. Personal. That's why I so know when I say Donald Trump. My Pro- answer: okay. the winner of the biggest. What's the category again? The award. Biggest fuck boy of the year. Yes. Is. Canada Post. Really? Yeah. I thought I. The reason why I said take a second because obviously whenever someone says Donald Trump, yeah, like, fuck boy of the year. But then I I thought it was gonna be Ottawa Senator. No. Okay. So here's the way I see it. First things first. Donald Trump is everyone's fuck boy of the year. Of course. He is like five stupid things happened this weekend, right? Yeah. Like anyone who says shithole in presidency is a fucking redu- ridiculous person. Yeah. Secondly, Ottawa Senators, everyone has to have a slump year, right? I'm just sad that last year was so good and I missed the best parts of it because I was traveling so much. Thirdly, Ari from The Bachelor, can't give you my fucking time. You're a fucking fuckboy. That's the correct answer. Don't give him the time of day. I'm not giving you the time. Don't even give him the time. No, even like today when we were leaving, Liz and Elliot were like, yo, Val, are you and John watching The Bachelor? I'm like, fuck that noise. I'm like, Ari's so boring and he colors his hair to have like gray hair to be like Peter. That's a conspiracy theory. It's not even a conspiracy theory. His dad has normal colored hair. Yeah, but just because your dad's got one color hair doesn't mean you can't have normal. Un- Usually, hair. genetics do follow that yeah, way. Yeah, but no, it's like baldness skips a generation. Does it? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> anyways, um, what you gonna call it? So the reason why I picked Canada Post because it obviously affected me. Yeah. But I also think I am very much somebody who like pays for efficiencies. Yeah. And like I live my life according to organization and structure. If I am intentionally doing something that's supposed to be seamless and like I put in the valid effort to get it done, I expect the results. Fucking Canada Post literally fucked me over 10 years from Sunday. You know who you sound like right now? Mm. Ted Kaczynski, the (gasps) Unabomber. You sound like you're just reading your manifesto right now. (laughs) On the industrial society, Yeah. right? I honestly have a soft spot for the Unabomber after that. You can't episode. say that. No, because it's like he was programmed by society. Well, yeah, we're watching this show right Wait, now. Wait, we, we have to do so many shows. Are we going into Fastbender? Is this the end of 
Yeah, the awards, awards are done. I'm, I'm you over that You have to do a sting shit. for awards. Not, nope, you have to. No. You made a segment. So? And here is your sting for the awards. It's the Live at 605 award show. Who are you wearing? Versace, 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 Versace. I'm so disappointed with life. I'm going to have another rage blackout right now. So, of course... We recorded the season 15 finale. And of course, during the finale, we have like super shitty technical audio issues. Mm -hmm. And we lost the last 15 minutes of the podcast. So now... The whole last 15 minutes? Basically, when the awards... We just... You just listened to the awards, which is really funny. Yeah. And then as soon as we came back from that, you went into a weird chipmunk audio voice. (laughs) Are you sure that's not my regular voice? (laughs) No. So what we're going to do is we're going to re-record it now. Mm -hmm. It's going to be 10 times funnier. Like it was... I'm telling you, what we had was just pure garbage anyways. So (laughs) where we left off was we were about to talk about Mindhunter. No, Manhunt. Manhunt is going to happen. It's like, this is a game where I always mess up Mindhunter or Manhunter. So. She's a Manhunter. Make your work. You should call this episode Manhunter. Because, um, you've been making a lot of references to that Nelly Furtado song. No, I've been singing the uh, Phil Collins song. Which sounds like Manhunter. We'll see. Or Maneater. The, qu- <laughs> the question is, what will people download more? Manhunter? Or if the episode's called. Live 605 Awards. No, Man Eater. Okay, well, we'll see where it uh, happens on iTunes. Okay. So, Manhunter Unabomber is Mm -hmm. basically the story about how Ted Kaczynski was caught. AKA the Unabomber. Exactly. So, it's all about uh, linguistic... What's it? What's it called? It's uh, forensic linguistic. Linguistics. Which is how I didn't see. I knew about the Unabomber. Yeah. When I was a kid, I knew what he looked like. I remember that he lived in the cabin and that he blew up airplanes. Which I'm like, that's like I call fake news because what? you were all of like ten years old when that shit happened. Yeah. So but, you're probably like literally just like watching this shit and trying to make force make memories. Yeah, but I can just remember vaguely things here and there. No, I remember any of this. Like for all I know, is he dead? I don't know. Yeah. He seemed like such a nice guy. But you also didn't know about OJ, and I knew all about OJ, and I was even younger. No, look how big that guy's forehead is. Who is that? Former hostage, Joshua Boyle. Oh, Oh, that's not that's Yeah. (laughs) No, wait, he's in an orange jumper. Yeah, he's a criminal. He's a criminal. I don't feel bad for him then. Look how big his forehead is. They got that sketch right. Even bigger than uh, (laughs) Dion Phaneuf's forehead. Yeah. So anyways, back to the actual show, yeah. Manhunter. Mm-hmm. Manhunter stars Chris Noth, a.k.a. Oh, Sex in the City, Mr. Big. Yeah, and your boy Sam Worthington. Well, not my boy. From uh, that little Avatar. movie called Avatar. Yeah. So what do you, okay, what do you give Manhunter on the Fastbender scale? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fastbenders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. So I'd probably give it, right now, we haven't finished the series, but I would give it like seven out of ten. Yeah. And the reason being is that, one, it's a Discovery show, so it's like, it's on Netflix, but it's definitely made for the Discovery channel. Yeah. And some of it is just, I just, I don't like Sam Worthington. Yeah, the way I... So, the guy who plays the Unabomber is an awesome actor. Awesome actor. He does great. Uh, Sam Worthington. Mm-hmm. I compare him to Vincent Chase from Entourage. <laughs> yeah. Where I love Vincent Chase, but his acting is bad. Like, if you... Is it, like... Remember Medellin? Medellin bombed because <laughs> yeah. his acting was so bad. And that's kind of the same Sam Worthington. His mm-hmm. acting... The first few episodes, it mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah. I, I'll give him effort. He's trying really hard. Yeah. But 
as it goes on, he gets a bit better. He get, definitely gets a bit better. But, but I would say, sorry. No, I was going to say, so I'd probably give the show a seven. It's weird. I think I give it a higher Maybe our our ratings are just different. Like, I'm you're a harder judge. Yeah. So I give it like a seven five because I like the story. I think the story is really cool. Yeah. Like, we're figuring that we found out the last episode what uh, Ted Kaczynski's childhood was like and how like Which is so sad. the CIA did um, nice brainwashing guy. on him in yeah. college and how he was like super smart, went to Harvard at 16. Mm-hmm. All that's interesting. I just don't care about Sam Worthington. No, and I also think it's like, okay, if you listen, if you listeners listen to our best of 2017 episode, my favorite show of last year was Mindhunters, right. which was the FBI... Um, behavioral science team unit just got started and it's these two forensics people who go across um, different prisons to interview serial killers and like yeah. identify what a serial killer is. This show kind of feels like a lower grade version for sure of Mindhunter to me and maybe my um, what you might call it my review is based on how great I thought Mindhunter was. Yeah you made a good point earlier you said if we watched Manhunter first and then Mindhunter yeah. we'd like Manhunter more. Probably. But I think because Mindhunter was such a great show and totally. the quality is so much bigger and better yeah. Manhunter just looks like a knockoff version. <laughs> what the fuck is this? We have CP24 on right now in the background there's like, like hip- hippos and pandas and I just want to say because I saw the clip now but today's a sad day in the music industry. Oh yeah Dolores Oridian died. Of the lead singer of the Cranberries. Yeah. So Cranberries were huge in the 90s. Why does this guy look like a Guido juice head? <laughs> Which guy? <laughs> it looks like he went away for 10 minutes and got jacked. <laughs> you were talking about the host of some morning show on CP24. Yeah. <laughs> but um, growing up, did you love the Cranberries? Did your brothers I like- still love the Cranberries. Like, um, what is it called? Everybody's Doing It So Why Can't We is like one of my favorite albums mm-hmm. of all time with like dreams on it yep. the other album with like free to decide linger zombie obviously but then even some of like their other like hidden hits i just love her voice great um, voice but i heard that she had a lot of health issues last year really but they like because the cause of death is unknown but she wasn't that old but my brother brandon made a comment like Apparently, she had a house in, like, Barrie, Ontario. Yeah. And then she would, like, record in London, England. Yeah, I heard that. And then travel back to, like, Dublin and then do shows everywhere. So maybe... And she has, like, three kids. So maybe she's just, like, out of exhaustion. Well, I just realized this is how I know I definitely knew about Ted Kaczynski as a kid. Mm. Because as a 10-year-old, when I was a kid growing up, my sister, Jen, used to uh, record much music. And she would put all the best, like, music videos on VHS tapes. Mm -hmm. And I distinctly remember as a 10-year-old kid watching the zombie video being yeah. like, this is fucking scary. Yeah, but that makes sense to me. But that's what I mean. Like, I remember watching fucked up shit as a kid. So oh, I blame I, I, blame, I, I blame my sister. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I'm so deranged right yeah, now. Yeah, maybe you're a serial killer. What? Whoa. Uh, so anyways, <laughs> so that's our Manhunter review. Mm-hmm. Next up is a little show I want to talk about called <laughs> Nine One One. <laughs> so this show, it's on Fox. It's from creator extraordinaire Ryan Murphy, who mm-hmm. of course created Glee, American Horror Story, The People mm-hmm. vs. O.J. Simpson, and uh, a bunch of other shows. Yeah. And this is a show, so it's not on FX like most of his other shows. This one's on Fox. Mm-hmm. And I remember, do you remember when I showed you the trailer like a few weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, totally. it looked insane. And I'm like, good. this show looks insane. What the fuck's this hippo back for? Animals around the world playing this. I, I don't know. I guess it's a, This is when you know it's a slow news day. <laughs> Should we put it on Lobby Watch to see if <laughs> yeah. any homeless people try and come inside? Yeah. So we don't get distracted anymore? Let's yeah. see. 
Lobby Watch. Ooh, we got Lobby Watch on so we can see if any homeless <laughs> people walk in. So 911 is a show starring Angela Bassett, mm-hmm. Peter Krause. Yeah. And um, from Parenthood. From Parenthood. Fame. And Connie Britton and her hair from Friday Night Lights, Tammy Taylor fame. Tammy Taylor. So the show is about uh, first responders, uh, police officers, and paramedics. paramedics. And the idea is every episode, two, three, or four crazy things happen. They call 911, dispatch, and then mm-hmm. the uh, cops and paramedics get sent out. So, like, the first episode basically. It takes place in LA. Yeah. First episode, this is to show you how crazy it is. A baby gets flushed down the toilet, and they have to rescue the baby from a pipe in the wall. Yeah. Which sounds so disturbing. But it's actually, like, what's crazy about this story, much like Mindhunter, actually, yep. they take real-life dispatching calls yep. in L.A., um, or, like, around the U.S., I assume, and actually use those calls as, like, the narrative stories, rescue stories in the series. Exactly. Oh, cat lady. Is that cat lady? I think so. I can't uh, tell. So I didn't even tell you this. When we were in Loblaws last week, we... oh. oh, that's Cat Lady, all right. Ugh. Where's her bike? We I saw Cat Lady in Loblaws, and you like she said hi to us, and you ignored her. <laughs> so I said hi they to her. Coming. So, I didn't even know she was there. So I didn't yeah, Cat Lady is this crazy lady who lives in our building, and obviously has lots of obviously, cats. Obviously, I can't wait to move. <laughs> so, um, so anyways, what I want to say. So what on the fast bender rating? Mm-hmm. What do you give? Uh, 911. Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fast Benders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get 8 because that white boy crazy. I would probably give 911 again, also. Wait, what did I give Manhunter? 7. Seven. So then I have to give 911 lower. What? So I'll give oh, it. Oh, come on. I'll give it 6.8 out Are of 10. You... But it's only six. Like okay, so to be fair, it's two episodes in, and these three actors, like these are critically acclaimed actors, right? And they they're in like their resume is amazing. Like yeah. we like a lot of shows by them and like movies and things. But the script is so bad, and I think what's missing from <laughs> so bad. Well, it's so bad. It's so funny. Like right. we're obviously gonna continue watching it. Yeah. Um. But the thing was was that um, what you call it. It's like one of those things where because it's a Fox series and there's other shows like it, you want it to be like gritty, like that of Southland. Right. Right? Or what but, other good police yeah. shows are there? I don't even yeah, know. Yeah. South- it's just not. Southland's a great example of a very gritty mm-hmm. L.A. crime show. Yeah. Where this one's almost like Baywatched, where it's like beautiful people everywhere yeah. doing these crazy crimes. Who crime. have like amazing lives. Who are like, one guy's like, who's trying to be like the poor man's... Ryan from the OC. Yeah. He's like, I'm a sex addict. It's like, is he or is he just a bad actor who can't tell jokes? Exactly. And then it's like, what I hate is that their fucking firehouse kitchen is actually better than our fucking kitchen. Yeah. It's like, there's no way in hell your South Central LA kitchen in a fire station should be better than my $1,600 apartment kitchen. Exactly. So I'm going to give it a little bit of a higher mark. I actually give it a 7.8. Yeah. Only because it it is entertaining. Yeah. It's not the best show. Like, it's Mm -hmm. one of those things where if it comes back, great. If it doesn't get renewed, I don't really give a shit. Yeah. But, you know, I almost need to give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah. Simply for the fact that 911 is responsible for giving me the hardest laugh I've ever had in my entire (laughs) life. So tell the story. So a little background about me. I love comedy. I love comedians. I love uh, comedy TV shows. Mm-hmm. I don't laugh a lot mm-hmm. because my laugh just seems weird and forced, and I just <laughs> yeah. I just have a bad laugh. Yeah. But if I, if I chuckle, mm-hmm. that's usually like the equivalent to me laughing really hard. Yeah. 
But I've never, you've known me a while now. Do you think that's the hardest, <laughs> uh, the hardest I've ever laughed was two days ago? Uh, it's definitely one there. of the, it's definitely up there. I don't know if it's the hardest, but you definitely up there. Whereas for the flip side for me is I almost laugh at everything. So yeah. you're almost like, is that real? <laughs> yeah. So we PVR the show. And when you go into the PVR list, the mm-hmm. picture icon for 911 is of a roller coaster with a guy hanging upside down about to fall off a roller yeah. coaster. So in episode two, it opens up with this skinny guy and his fat friend getting into a roller you said coaster. said clinically obese in the first time. <laughs> no, I said morbidly, morbidly obese. Morbidly obese. Like I would definitely watch him <laughs> on my 600-pound life on TLC. But this, I'm not just calling him fat because he's fat. This no, is this critical. Is, this is critical to the story. Okay, so the skinny guy sits next to his morbidly obese, much like this guy. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. He so, looks really short. He does. <laughs> so... They're sitting in the roller coaster, and the uh, roller coaster guy comes by, and he can't close the bar because he's too fat. But the ro- roller coaster attendee is just like, I don't give a shit. Just go anyways. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is that the roller coaster is going to get stuck halfway through a loop, and there's going to be someone dangling from their arm, right? So we're watching. The roller coaster goes, and it's going for like five seconds. They're screaming. They're having fun. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, the skinny guy goes flying out of the <laughs> roller coaster off camera just to like fall to his death. Like, but it's also, it looks so ridiculous because it looks like, you know, like in cartoons from like the 80s where like ghouls yeah. fly away yeah, like yeah, in a weird exactly. way. It just looks like they animated him out <laughs> of a live action series. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I burst. It's so unexpected. Yeah, we la- you and I laughed so much, we rewound it, watched it like five times, yeah. took an Insta story. Yeah. And, we'll- and the funny thing is, it's like, I think John said it earlier, I said it earlier, is that John wanted to post it so hard, but because he knew it wouldn't get the critical like appreciation on his Instagram, he maybe posted on mine. Exactly. To which Carson wrote back and was like... What is this? The show looks ridiculous. <laughs> like, and then is. I had to give like a debrief about it. <laughs> so that was the hardest I ever laughed. Go to the Facebook page and we'll post the video either today mm-hmm. or tomorrow when you're reading this or Absolutely. listening to this. All right. So before we end this, one last show I want to quickly talk about. Mm. So for the past 18 months, which show have I been trying to get you to watch? Oh. Obviously Atlanta. <laughs> All of a sudden, I, you see a promo for this show called The... Sh- called the the Chai. There you go. You originally called it The Chai. chai. The Chai. And it's, I had to think really hard on what to call it, though, just now. <laughs> so it's a Showtime show about people growing up and living in Chirac. South, Sa- South Central. It's South, South, no, it's South Central Chicago. LA. It's South Side of Chicago. South Side. South Side of Chicago. And I had read about six reviews just calling it dog shit, horse trash. <laughs> and I'm like, let's please not watch this. It's an hour. It's too long. Let's just watch Half Hour Atlanta. Funny story though, IMDb gave it the same rating as they gave 911. Oh, God. Yet somehow you love 911. Yeah, for a different. <laughs> so, all this time I get you to try to watch Atlanta, you're like, no. Mm-hmm. What happened when we tried to watch we The We literally shy? probably watched half an hour of The Shy. I, we didn't even make it that far. Oh, really? Yeah. It felt like that. I know. I think we watched 10 minutes and we're like, uh. I was like, do you know what a trap house is? No. And you're like, no. I'm like, all right, we got to play some more 2 change. <laughs> yeah. But I just found it funny that it's like, why did you want to watch The Shy but not Atlanta? So I, first of all, I wanted to watch The Shy because every time we've gone to sh- Chicago like a bunch of times. And every time we go there, you once showed me this noisy documentary on Vice. Exactly. And it was, is that right? Yeah, it's called, yeah, called Chirac. And I was like, whoa, That's how you found out about Chirac. And then I was so into Chirac. And I'm like, yo, I straight up want to go here because I will give you credibility and street cred if we ever What do I need street cred This is like when I took you to Oakland. (laughs) 
San Francisco. Yeah, I don't need that kind of street cred, though. <laughs> I keep you legit, John. You, you claim but you like all this hip-hop, you, you, yet you never want to go to the roots of it with me. <laughs> Even if I take you there accidentally. Because <laughs> it's not where Golden Well, the State great plays. thing about where we're going in Arizona is there's no ghetto there. Because okay, there's no dark people there. It's all your kind. Ooh. I'm going to get shot in no. Trump's America. <laughs> right? I'm trying to take you where I would technically be allowed. And so then so- I was like, yo, I want to go see this in real life. So every time we go to Chicago, I always look at like their, what do they call their metro system? Metro? Uh, if your metro don't trust you, he going to shoot you. What? We already went through this. What's it called, though? Is it called Metro? I don't know. It's just called Whatever. the Bloomberg. They're, they're Bloomberg <laughs> The Blue Dog. Blue bird dog. Dogs. Bird Dogs. Oh, we're Shark Tank thing ever. Guys, go Google what bird, bird dogs dog, are yeah. and then think about having Andy from the office say nerd dog. <laughs> um, what's you going to call it? So I was like, yo, I straight up want to go to Chicago again just to go to Chirac. We've passed Chirac on the subway line. Yeah. Right? And you'll never let me stop there for reasons unknown, aka killers. But then my biggest beef was, I'm like, okay, we gave the shy a chance. I'm like, why don't you want to watch Atlanta? And you're like, because I don't want to go to Atlanta. Exactly. But I'm like, you don't... But I'm like, you base the shows you watch off of where you want to go? Absolutely. It's like I told you, I'm like, I want to watch, I like ballers, but I don't want to go to, like, I, Miami. Yeah, but I fucking saw a Unabomber. His cabin looked nice in the woods. I wanted to go to Lone Montana. Wolf, Lone Wolf. <laughs> so then, anyway. All right, let's, so I just said to you, I was like, yo, I have no interest in going to Atlanta. First of all, I don't want to go to Atlanta. Maybe Atlantic City to go see where Jersey, Jersey Shore, Shore are, Yeah. Right? But that's about it. All right, well. Let's end this redux of this redone podcast. Yeah. And why don't you tell everyone what you're excited for for season 16, which will be dropping in probably... I tickling my feet. Ah, it'll <laughs> probably be dropping in March, I'd say. we're gonna, Or maybe end of... Probably end of February. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, I guess next season you guys can look forward to. We have a lot of concerts coming up. We got yeah. some trips. We're going to, obviously, Arizona. We're going to podcast from the Grand Canyon. So badass. I have so many things I want to see. John's already basically like, here's the crazy thing about John and I is we've probably planned more about this trip to Arizona than we have our own wedding. Ah, the wedding's a year away. <laughs> yeah. That's all coming so, together. It's like, I almost feel the need to lie to people to tell them we've planned more than we have. Yeah. Um. So we made a plan that says for everything we plan for Arizona, we have to plan one thing for the wedding yeah but i just got my passport so now we can plan arizona oh yo okay. i have the dopest passport picture isn't you it do. true john looks pretty damn good i have my passport. hair working I look, I look like i belong on like refugee all-star Chirac, so <laughs> anyway um what um, you ever call it but yeah so you guys so many things to look forward to we obviously have like super bowl parties we have like other regular parties we probably have some great movies coming up we'll probably see if like Hollywood gets its shit together. Seriously. Yeah, all the, I'm looking forward to all that. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to go to Arizona. you got a great trip planned mm-hmm. for us for that, so it's going to be a lot of fun. So why don't we get into the band of the week? I think you're going to like them. I just discovered them last night. What's so funny? <laughs> I'm hoping you can do this take better than the previous when one. I, the, previ- the original take, <laughs> it, it took me... It was pretty funny, though. Yeah, I know. That's why it sucks that I lost it. <laughs> um, so I saw this... The band of the week I saw in an episode of Crashing last night, which Somebody was great. Pizza. Ooh, <laughs> is that Boston pizza? No, just regular pizza. Regular. So uh, the band is called The Dig, D I G, just one G, not Snoop D O double G. And their song it reminds me of like Guster. It's a nice slow winter song, really peaceful and beautiful. I'll play it for you later. I think you'll like it a lot. Okay. You'll probably actually really like their album. And the song is. The album is called Midnight Flower, mm-hmm. not to be confused with Flower Boy from Tyler, the Creator, mm-hmm. not to be confused with Pretty Girls Like 
swag. Trap music. Trap music. By 2 Chains, a.k.a. Titty. Boy. There you go. And the song is called, I Already Forgot Everything You Said. This guy's trying to sneak in. Which guy? The guy behind the pizza van. On Lobby Watch? he's not pressing any buttons. See, we're going to bust these people trying to break into our building. Well, no, the other guy's trying to buzz in, so I'll trust the No, but the guy behind him is trying to follow the pizza guy in. Well, this is only entertaining to us, so why don't we get into it? This is, I Already Forgot Everything You Said by The Dig. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I hope that pizza's coming out to our place. No. No? That guy looks trusting. And P.S., by the way, I think I was in the elevator with our friend Jason from Urban oh. Barn who fucked us over the other day. He totally ignored me and I ignored him. <laughs> so, uh, follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malenkamp. I'm at Val Gomez 23. And until next season, we're your podcaster, John. I am Val. B. Easy. I gotta edit this. I gotta go digest my chicken. Oof.
John Mallon. And Val Gomez.